Hello there, Charmaine here, and welcome to Heart of a Daughter podcast. I am your host, and I am super excited to announce that I will be discussing the topic of goals and golly ambition today. I have no guest here with me, but more excitingly, I am happy to announce that on Tuesday, I will be um, uploading another podcast episode, and I have a gentleman that will be joining me and discussing like writing and spiritual discipline. And so I'm really looking forward to that, like really looking forward to that. Um, So I will be starting school April 5th. So I have been just kind of thinking about how I will be scheduling these podcast episodes. My intention was to do one to two per month initially. Um, It just happened to turn out really well once I like... (laughs) um set up the interviews and I was able to get someone to interview like every week and I was like there's no reason I need to like withhold all of these episodes if I have them to share and so um but going forward obviously I don't want to um overdo it especially with me doing a lot already So if you don't know, I have a YouTube channel. I'm like launching this podcast. I'm going to school full time. I have a family. And so I just want to continue to enjoy this and just realizing that I'm going to have like a lot more on my plate. I definitely want to exercise wisdom and just um, pace myself. So going forward, we will be doing one to two episodes a month. So you will see like an April podcast, May podcast, June, July, August until um, further notice. Hopefully (laughs) it goes that way. I absolutely love doing these interviews. I absolutely love um, interacting with the people. Every single one of them have like personally impacted my life and me in such a beautiful way. And I am just like so honored to even take on this opportunity but yeah, so going forward, we will be doing about one to two episodes a week. Um, and I will definitely keep you updated with that. Definitely be posting it, the, the links on social media. And also, you can always feel free to favorite the podcast so that you can stay connected and get the episodes and things like that. Um, I am on like most of the platforms so Spotify and Apple like I have an Android but y'all can get it on your iPhone <laughs> so yeah um really really just thankful and grateful for all of you that have been listening I appreciate you and I just want you to know like it's not in vain and it makes a difference to me and I just pray that um what is being shared on here is making a difference in some way to others like hearing these testimonies seeing people's gifts and exploring like what it is to truly live for God and the transparency I think that um, it is a beautiful thing and so yeah I will be discussing the topic of goals and golly ambition Um, for those of you that may not know I have a clothing line Abba's Daughter Apparel and I will be relaunching that April 1st and actually have a shirt that says goals and golly ambition with jeremiah 29 11 underneath it because it's really significant to where i am in my life and just being unapologetic about being a jesus lover but also being a dreamer 
and having goals and having ambitions and knowing, um, being content at peace with the fact that that's okay. Like we can love Jesus and we can have goals. We don't have to set that down. We can be marketplace ministers without being accused of being evil money changers. So, so yeah, I just really want to elaborate on that and just, um, emphasizing that it's okay to be a Jesus lover and a dreamer. So I'm going to get started and I'd like to, um, kick it off with a scripture and that scripture is Ecclesiastes 9.10, which reads, Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. For in the realm of the dead where you are going, there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. And um, this scripture really, really speaks to me and has really spoken to me, like just about living on purpose, living intentionally, knowing like that we are here on earth with an eternal perspective. But we also have to be mindful that our time here is literally time sensitive and is for a purpose. So like the scripture tells us like do whatever our hands find to do, do it with our might, do it diligently, do it with the spirit of excellence, do it um, with eternity in mind, but also being mindful like that you will never have the opportunity to come back to the earth and complete these works. What we're doing here is ultimately going to help define and determine where our place will be in eternity. We know like the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, it elaborates on like um, the faithful servants and the unfaithful servants and how the Lord entrusted these different people with all of these talents. And some of them multiplied double, some of them triple and and then the um, the foolish one like buried his talent. <laughs> so like in the end, when God came back to judge, he honored those that multiplied what he gave them. And then with the wicked servant, he was like, the guy's like, well, I buried it. I knew you were a hard man. And like, you know, with this little orphan slave mentality. So I hid my talent like <laughs> translation. He's like <laughs> saying he buried his talent. He played it safe, you know, like, but God is calling us to cultivate those things that are inside of us. And I think that there's a point that we have to like count the cost and determine like when it's time to take the right risks when it's time to like acknowledge something that God is placing in our hearts to step out on faith and say I'm going to pursue this I'm going to push into this like we God gives us gifts but we have to take the initiative and realize that they have to be perfected they may not come to us in a complete pretty package like um we may, we may have to toil the ground and work for that you know um, everything's not going to fall into our laps and everything, you know, will take work and time to fall in place. So, yeah, um, as of late, I have been doing a lot, definitely. But something that has really like inspired me is just really like thinking about what my life will be like in eternity. Like I literally picture myself in heaven having a conversation with God, like talking to him and just laughing and leaning on him and then reflecting on my time in this earth and what really like cut me to the heart is just thinking about him looking at me like so endearingly like daughter 
you did well, but there was like so much more I wanted you to do. Like, I wanted you to start this podcast and like inspire others. I wanted you to start a YouTube channel and there was going to be like a single mom that ran across it and you restored her hope and like gave her permission to dream. Like just thinking like, you know, we don't know the difference that our yes makes, but we do know like it's always, always truly bigger than us. So that definitely convicted my heart. Like, I'm like, man, but yeah, because like, even for me, I'm very mindful of eternity. And like, I'm at a place in my walk with the Lord where it's just like, not so much like, oh, I hope I make it into heaven because I feel like me and the Lord definitely have a solid relationship. I am content and I'm, and I'm at peace with our relationship. But my thing is like, it's not so much about me just making it into heaven um, anymore. It's more so about making a lasting difference and, and appreciating the significance of this time that I have on the earth. Like, I want to be found pleasing and trustworthy to God. I want to make the most of this time, literally, just emphasizing on that scripture. Like, there is no work, no knowledge, no wisdom in the grave. Like, once we are gone, that's it. We don't have a chance to come back and, like, pursue whatever is on our heart or anything that we make excuses for um, not accomplishing. So, yeah. Um... I just like for me just again emphasizing on like how everything that we pursue is so much bigger than us I think that that is really important to like realize even when we consider our own gifts like for me there's I would not have started this podcast if I didn't have um close friends to encourage me there's a number of things that I probably would have just sat on if I didn't have brothers and sisters in the Lord to say hey I see this in you um, and to call it out or to op- or people that are operating in their purpose and in their gifts and in their leadership roles to say, um, it's time to come higher. It's time to come out of your comfort zone. It's time to stop sitting in a place of prayer, like, and just get out and use what God has cultivated in you to make a difference in the world. Like everything we do is literally bigger than us. Um, so yeah, I, want to actually share another scripture as it relates to that first Peter 4 10 and 11 where it says each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms if anyone speaks they should do it as one who speaks the very words of God if anyone serves they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ So to him be the glory and the power forever. Amen. So everything we do is literally bigger than us, guys. Like, it's definitely all for the glory of God. But we got to realize, like, it's bigger than us. So, like, if something is laying on your heart, like, oh, I want to go and pursue this endeavor. I want to pursue this dream. It's not just about you. And I think that the enemy really creeps in and, like tries to rip us apart or push us in a corner and it's like all these railing accusations all these lies that will keep us hindered or just like burying our talents in our comfort zones and like but it's not like it's such a lie from the enemy I know like for me personally anything that I ever like embark on I seriously get attacked very heavily with like accusation 
and just the lies of the devil. Like, um, one of the things that I really struggled with was like the scripture where it talks about the money changers, Mark 11, um, and like how Jesus was turning the temples. And I actually would like hear people like, oh, people are in the church, like using the name of Jesus and they making money off of this and that. And it really like had my heart like, oh my gosh, like this is not my heart, but I really don't want to be seen that way. And so kind of like caused me to draw back to some degree. And it was like, no, like (laughs) one day, like the Lord really laid on my heart to actually study that scripture, not just to read it. And, um, just to see like the way that some of the people interpret that text is not even so like when you study that you realize the lord was full of righteous indignation but it was not merely because of what those people were selling but it was because they were actually cheating those people out of their money um the lord turned those tables and rightfully so but it was not (laughs) because the people were like doing business it was mainly because they were doing bad business number one and number two they were also doing bad business in his temple like a sacred place so like just getting a revelation of that just some clarity and understanding really gave me peace like okay the lord he it was not it's not even like what was twisted in my mind was not even really the reality of what that was about those money changers you if you guys know anything about it like those coins they had to be converted and like what those people were doing was really really wicked it wasn't just like oh i want to sell christian t-shirts or oh i'm going to be a marketplace minister and so now jesus is going to flip the table on me like no jesus wants to be glorified through our apparel jesus wants to be glorified through our entrepreneurial endeavors he has called us to advance his kingdom so we're going to need provision for that we're going to need people that do substantially well We should not have to like go and take out loans and go and beg people for money and to do this and that. If we are truly called to have dominion, we should be, we should have the fruit of people that are actually prosperous, that are actually being productive and doing well in those things. So that's something that is definitely to consider. Like, I don't know when I hear people that are like opposed to that and they just kind of like well I don't really know I was just asked like those people like what like why can't Jesus be glorified through successful entrepreneurs why can't he be glorified through fashion why can't he be glorified through brands and through social media influencers like as long as the gospel is balanced on these people's lips and in their lives i feel like they they should be able to glorify god and even more so like we are not called into salvation to live an ascetic life where we just throw everything out the window cover ourselves in false humility sackcloth and ashes and be like okay lord we're just waiting until you return like no I believe that God calls us to himself so we can be sanctified and sent back out into these places with the power of God and the message of salvation. Um, everybody is not walking into the church to meet Jesus. like, And Jesus wants to use and position podcast hosts, workplace supervisors, fashion designers, and bring people to the Lord. And so I think that Um, for me in any case, like I interpret that, like when people say, don't put God in a box, I feel like it's like, don't confine Jesus to the four walls of the church either. Like we can allow him to be used for 
good reasons like and we can we are allowed to like go forth in our calling and be unapologetic and unashamed of it so yeah I just really think that that is necessary to like elaborate on because I understand like why people are opposed to it also because there are people that are doing things maliciously there are people that have definitely completely wrong motives but I think that that is with anything like for everything that is of God there's always a counterfeit at work with that and so I think that that is just even more um (laughs) proof that you know there are good people that can be doing things for the right reasons as well and with that I just think that you know it's always important for us to be secure in our identity I think that was something that the Lord really had to refine in me as it relates to my identity um just facing those accusations facing those lies of the enemy and confirming like that is not who you are So another thing that I really want to talk about is just um, not being afraid to start small. Of course, like for me, I'm the queen of starting small. I don't care. You give me a pencil and a paper and I'm like, I'm getting ready to write this manuscript for a book. Like, (laughs) um, I am not too proud. I'm just like, listen, if God gives me a word, I run with it. So, but I think that um, there's definitely wisdom in counting the cost before answering the call. However, like we have to be sure that our pride is not preventing us from starting small. Um, Sometimes like we have to start somewhere. We may have a desire in our heart and we may not have everything that we need, but God honors our effort. Like if we use what we have in our hands, I believe that he will bless that and he will multiply it um, and it will bear fruit. And Another thing, like when we like, I think that one of the things that really like hinders us and kills us is like comparison, just looking at what others are doing and measuring our work by another man's foundation. And that is just not so like (laughs) it, it shouldn't be that way. Like if we are beginners, we should be at peace with the fact that we have not put in the work. We have not faced the same setbacks. We have not faced the same obstacles or process that a person who may be thriving in their endeavor um, has faced. And so that we're looking at their finished product and we're just beginning. So it's not even sensible to compare those things. Um, But yeah, like, you know, we just have to be at peace with that. Being at peace that we're a beginner, being at peace that um, being a beginner, looking like a beginner, (laughs) just like, okay, I know I'm not there yet. So, like, the people that started, the people that we admire now, we know that they had to start somewhere. Like, I'm pretty sure that T.D. Jakes, like, the T.D. Jakes did not know that he was T.D. Jakes. Like, the T.D. Jakes, like, in his beginning stages. Like, even if he did, the only thing he probably had early on was just a word that he was running with, you know? And... You, Sarah Jakes, I know I've heard her, Roberts, his daughter, I listened to her on something talking about how people laughed her dad out of rooms. She witnessed them like not taking him serious and like all of the things that they persevered through to get where they are today. It's like, you know, that they they had a word, they had faith, but that was all they just, you know, definitely 
leaned on what they couldn't see that they just kept going with that word even with joseph in the bible you know how he shares like he had a dream of all these people the brothers are bowing and the wheat is bowing like he had greatness inside of him and he knew it he was confident in it he couldn't keep his mouth shut about it but all he had was a word and that process took years for him to even be the person to fulfill that promise in years of character development years of pruning years of pain imprisonment like so I think that we have to like not just hear those stories but also like let it be true and let it be realistic in our lives there are some things that may have been spoken over us like prophecies there are some things that God may have personally put in our hearts and we can look around and be like I don't see it like you want me to do what? But I don't have, like, I don't even have, I'm not even, I don't even know people that could help me to get to this place. Or I don't even have the resources. I have the money in my bank account is like just enough to get me by for an emergency fund for 30 days. Like, but we can't always trust in our own ability and we can't always trust what we see because. God has intentionally put us where we are so that we can be processed and so that we can be positioned to become that person that he's called us forth to be. And I guess that's like why it's super important not to interrupt those processes because you miss what you need to build. And like, that's something that I definitely am intentional about. Like, Lord, don't let me interrupt my process. Like, I don't want to get something before the appointed time, because if I do like think of the, it could be more detrimental to me, to somebody else. I could destroy somebody getting something in the wrong season. And so I think that that is really important to just appreciate, like timing is everything. Um, so the next thing that I want to talk about is like dealing with fear. Um, I think that it's important to know there are circumstances where it's okay to be nervous about taking big steps and like at some point, like if the Lord hasn't already, he's going to call us to do things that pull us out of our comfort zone. And the things in particular, like, just know, like, they, yes, they'll call you out of your comfort zone. Yes, it might make you a little bit nervous, but it will also line up with God's word. And it comes with confirmation. And like, if you're unsure, the Lord is not going to be intimidated if we ask him, like, to confirm his word or his leading or his instructions for us. Um, excuse me. An example that I have is like Gideon. We know like in the book of Judges chapter six, it talks about Gideon and God. He gives him a word and he asks for a sign. Well, he asks for a sign three times to confirm that God was speaking to him. And we see like in that context, like the Lord was not intimidated by it. He instead like he was faithful to reassure Gideon of his word. Like God, he is not going to like blast us. Like I said what I said like he understands our frame. He knows that we are mere humans. And I believe that he appreciates that we want to make sure that we are truly following his voice and not that of another. And so another thing is just knowing like God's love is like it says, perfect love casts out all fear in scripture. Like his love, it doesn't prevent us from facing the fears, but it will help us to overcome it. And so like, sometimes we are like, oh, I don't know. I mean, for me, I was worried like, 
oh, I might pursue this endeavor. Well, what if I don't really fear failing? I just fear more so like starting and starting and then just running out of momentum or just like, am I going to be able to sustain this? Am I going to be able to go the distance with this? And I know like resting in God's love, it helps me. And then also just again, being reassured that it's not, I, I cannot face all of this in my own strength. Like I'm going to need the Lord to grace me and with him and his grace and his blessing, I will be able to do whatever he calls me to do for however long he calls me to do it. And so like, I know like fear is like, I think it's a big thing for me. Like, I know I I don't like being misperceived. So, like, as it relates to my heart and my motives, like, fear of man. And, like, <laughs> uh, I just really, and again, like, worrying about sustaining the life of the things that I give birth to. But the Lord literally allows me to, like, confront all of these things head on in anything I do. And one of the things that I've realized is that facing all of these things like literally actually having to live and conquer them has allowed me to be at peace with the reality like that you like I will be misperceived by some people I'm not always going to get it right um and if I do it all in my own strength or like leaning on other people to do the work for me or to like leaning on them to give me where I need to be like then it's not going to be sustained and so I think that like again that process is super necessary like we have to face these things because it really literally helps us to be who we need to be and to overcome those conquer those lies conquer those things that the enemy will try to use against us so um i know like jesus he he definitely had to face a lot of things when it came to um, him going into the wilderness before he was launched into his ministry. It was necessary for him to be confronted with like warfare and wrestling <laughs> and resisting like all these things that would, I mean, basically end up confirming him. Like the things that he faced from Satan, like assaulting his identity and like trying to like challenge the devil literally took him in the wilderness like god took him into the wilderness but the enemy challenged his pride he challenged his place in the kingdom he challenged his purpose like he came for he came for everything before jesus could step into his ministry it was he had to be confronted with this with these things and like it wasn't to destroy him, but rather it confirmed him and launched him into his purpose. And so I think like that is really comforting for me. That really helped me to like be at peace, like with seasons that I'm like, why is this happening to me? Or why um, are people this way? Or like, you know, because the devil doesn't come to us personally. Like nowadays, I mean, sometime, most of the times, usually it'll come like he will come through people. And even sometimes people we love or people we look up to. But we have to be secure in our identity. We have to be secure in the word of God. And um, some ways I do want to talk about that, like ways to become secure in our identity. Uh, what helped me is meditating on what God says about me in his word. Um, literally writing out scriptures and like accepting them in your heart. 
and letting them come alive in your life, it really helps because it allows God to affirm us with his truth so that we can overcome when we're presented with lies and these railing accusations or situations that would otherwise provoke us to crumble or shrink into something that we are not. And so adequate time in God's presence, too, is definitely another major thing. Um, I shared with someone the other day, like, I never leave the place of prayer and worship without feeling peace, reassured, and reaffirmed as God's daughter. Like, quality time is everything. I'm really sure, like, that's a love language with God. Because I don't ever leave. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, I leave the place of prayer worship. Like, I feel so refreshed. I feel so washed. I feel so at peace. And so, yeah, I definitely think, like, the presence of God, being secure in our identity is foundational to anything that we do as it relates to purpose. Um, because, again, too, it's going to shape, like, how we see everything, how we handle things, and how we respond to things. Sometimes, you know, when we are um, approached with things over and over and over and we are dealt with things that we don't think is fair necessarily. Like it's not, the Lord is not moved at all by that. We probably want him to like make him pay, but it's kind of like, okay, he's a just God, but he also is not so only interested in like vindicating you, but he also wants you to have a better response, especially people that feel purpose to be people of influence. Like, um, I heard someone say before, like, you can't deal with an argument or a disagreement or your friend or people lying to you like here. How are you going to deal with it when you if God blesses you with a major platform, people going to be lying on you and putting you on newspapers like <laughs> just pulling stuff out that you don't know where it came from. But you got to be able to handle that stuff. And if we're not able to handle it on a small level, there's no way God is not even going to consider elevating us to these greater places so yeah um another thing that I wanted to talk about is like people when they feel inadequate or unattractive um something that I want to just throw out there <laughs> mention is like who you are is who you are and so um I think that that's really something to be like to rest in and to accept like being uncomfortable with who you are it doesn't make you look any better number one because you're insecure with yourself and you may not even necessarily look bad but once you are insecure or you're not feeling like okay I'm attractive or I feel unattractive then it shows up and that kind of just makes you a little squirmy weird or whatever <laughs> so uh, I hope that point is coming across clear, like who you are is who you are. So being uncomfortable with it does not make you look any better. So just be comfortable with who you are and be your best self. Like people are going to see you. So, I mean, they're going to see you regardless. If you feel ugly, it doesn't matter. Like the people know who you are. They see you every day. Like, <laughs> um, so be at peace with who you are, who God created you to be and embrace what the Lord says about you embrace that you are fearfully and wonderfully made embrace everything about you like I have a mole on my nose I love my little mole I, when I was younger I hated it I tried to pick it off it would bleed it would just drive me crazy and it never went away and then like one day I just learned to be at peace with it and I love it and I like it's who I am I don't want to take that away because that's a part of who I am now 
I actually had a resident that I worked with who was like, <laughs> she's like, well, she's like long-term care. So uh, a while back I worked on a lockdown unit and she's like, what is that on your nose? And I'm like, it's a mole. And she's like, well, are you going to take it off? And I'm like, no, it's a part of who I am. I was born with it. And she's like, well, just because you, you're born with it doesn't mean you have to die with it. And like, it was so tickling to me. Like, I literally found it humorous, but it was literally funny to me because <laughs> I can't believe she actually said that. <laughs> but I'm like, I mean, you, you could have caught me at another point in my life. That would have been devastating for me. But like, that's what it means to truly be at peace with like who God made you. I mean, who you are is who you are. And even like, the people that truly value you and even the person you spend your life with, they're going to accept your physical appearance. They're going to accept everything about you. And like your parents probably be the last thing that they're even worried about. Like when, especially if you're looking like for mates, like they want to know if you're a person of substance. They want to know if you're responsible. They want to know if you make them happy, like looks matter, but be secure in who you are because the people that are for you are literally going to be for you and they're going to appreciate and love everything about you I think that too like just like being content with like who you are I think like the trap of that also like kind of goes back to like comparison too like just talking about like even social media that is a worldwide web literally like people compare like and but the people in there are like some like pictures we have a zillion filters that we can use we have a zillion things that we can do to enhance our look to enhance our life like <laughs> and i think social media is definitely a big thing um uh, it's definitely important for us to like have a healthy mindset definitely want to talk about that like having a healthy mindset as it relates to seeing others highlights as well as like being content with the fact that what the lord promised us is for us and like he's what he gives them is for them and what's for us is for us like the lord is not unjust to give to neglect to give us what is tailor-made for us so we are called to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep so it literally grieves the heart of God when we are like haughty or like rejoicing at someone else's lack or misfortune. Like again, just emphasizing on what I said earlier about like our purpose is bigger than us. Our purpose is like to literally serve others. It's not merely to serve ourselves. And God is really serious about brotherly love, like 70 times seven serious <laughs> um, for real. And so I think that, like, that's really important to remember, like, God is serious about us loving each other, loving ourselves, being secure in who we are, but also not falling into that trap of comparison where, like, I'm looking at my sister's life or I'm looking at my brother's life and I'm discontent because of their life. Well, that is their life. You have to focus on what God is cultivating in you and where he's calling you to and literally like being content with where that person is and pushing them into their whatever God is doing for them and through them and with them supporting that and like going forward with that with them and not, you know, working against it. Um, I think that um, 
the enemy sometimes he like ensnares us to think oh like we're we're safe so we don't have to face real life situations but like comparison is definitely a trap and i think that um we make agreements with like the lie that we don't have to worry about this oh well i'm not gonna entertain i'm not gonna like we have to really deal with address issues at the root before they bear fruit <laughs> like or while they're if they're at the early stages of bearing fruit so like just being honest if you feel like something is an issue take that before the lord and let him prune that out of your heart and don't just like sweep it under the rug like be intentional about addressing that be intentional about renewing your mind so that you see yourself as god sees you and then you see others the way that the lord wants you to see them also and i think um renewing our mind is super important because like there's a lot going on up there and just because thoughts come to our mind doesn't always mean that they come from god so (laughs) we have to know like when to take things captive and be like okay this is not god and so yeah it also helps to like know when god is speaking like when he gives you a word or he says something and put reveals anything into your heart it would help to like write it down and then if you face things like fear or doubt or like other things coming to your mind that contradict that you have something like tangible like something you can go back to and refer to to say, well, this is the word that I believe the Lord has really placed in my heart. This is what the Lord is confirming to me. Even if like for me, when the Lord speaks to me, like word, a word, scriptures that line up with it, all of that, like I keep it with me. And so like, and that has literally saved me from some situations that has literally like kept me in alignment with what he's spoken over me. Um, it's definitely been like helpful so yeah i think that i'm going to conclude there like as far as um as it relates to purpose i just want to say like i pray that anyone who is like desiring to do anything for god that the lord will bring it to pass and just want to say like keep going like the things are not going to always work out instantaneously and like if we expect immediate results that is going to like drain us immediately we have to be okay with putting in work we have to be okay with looking like a beginner we have to be okay with falling flat on our face sometimes like it's just a part of life and i think that the world we live in now with 2021 everything is so polished everything is so put together and perfect that it almost is intimidating like for some people to step out there because it's like you're putting yourself out there for the world and branding is a really big deal and people want to be like this ideal of whatever but I just really feel like for us as believers like we just gotta really be secure in who we are we gotta step out on faith we gotta be okay with like if you don't have it all like you you will get there you have to if you never start you'll never um turn the ground you'll never get to that place like we don't have to wait for people to support us we don't have to wait for the perfect opportunity or like 
what oh i want to wait until the time is right in my life everything lines up well everything is not there's going to be something at every season where you're like okay this is a challenge <laughs> so like it's just i would say be prayerful be intentional count the cost and answer the call like everything is not going to be perfect there's some things that you're not even going to learn until you get your hands on whatever the lord is putting you calling you to do like there, me starting my um, Abba's Daughter Apparel, I have no clue. I had no clue what I was doing. I still don't know everything. I'm just learning. It's a learning experience for me. Everything is a learning experience for me. This is a whole nother world for me, but I love it. I enjoy it. I am not like the most trending person on social media. I am not the most trending person anywhere. I am pretty much to myself, but I love... That I love that I'm interacting with people on my podcast. I love that I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and I'm not like in this little shell. It's liberating for me. Um, I feel like a little butterfly like <laughs> that just realized she had wings. And so like, I think that, you know, there's a time and season for everything, but there are some things like fear can rob us of so much, like not just purpose, not just changing the world but even personal like joy and happiness and taking those leaps of faith and so yeah I just want to encourage anybody that's listening to just be prayerful be faithful and be hopeful and just trust the process of whatever you're going through with your endeavors like I'm not speaking as anybody that is like someone important or someone that sits high and looks low I speak as a sister like from one person to the next like we are okay we are sons and daughters and the lord has a plan for each and every one of our lives that goes beyond what we could ask or fathom <laughs> that is to do us good and not to harm us that is to make us prosperous to prosper our souls to prosper our lives to transform communities and all we have to do is believe and to be obedient so yeah, I'm going to close with a prayer and then we will end it here. So Lord, I just thank you so much for the time, Lord, to even um, step out on faith and just speak uh, my heart as it relates to purpose and having godly ambition and pursuing the things that you place on our heart. And Lord, I just pray for every person listening, God, that you would bring strength, Lord, that you would bring clarity, that you would bring grace for each and every person to accomplish, Lord, the, the plans, the purpose, the things you are even ministering to them about currently in their life. And God, I just ask for your provision. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would give us, Lord, the power and even the relationships, God, that need to be formed to help us to define and to move forward and what needs to be done. I pray, God, for your peace, God. I pray, Lord, for your confirmation. I pray, Lord, God, that you would even just blow our minds, God, do beyond what we could ask or think concerning our dreams. Help us not to faint, Lord, help us to continue, Lord, in steadfast love and in good works and in purity of heart. I pray, Lord, that you would give us, Lord, um, 
a true foundation lord and everything that we are building let it be built on you let it be built with good intentions and everything we pursue lord let it be as unto you lord let us do it with fear and trembling let us do it knowing that lord we will give an account for it before you and so grace us lord to be found blameless grace us to be found pleasing in your sight god and I pray that our labor will not be in vain. I pray that no weapon formed against us will prosper. And I pray, Lord, that your will be done. In Jesus' name, we thank you. We love you. Amen.